there, and welcome to episode two, season one of Rainbow Bridge Connection podcast. My name is Kayla, and today's episode, we are going to be um, hearing from Nikki. She is the other um, half of Rainbow Bridge Connection, and she is um, the co-host of this um, podcast, and I am very excited to uh, have her story be told and for her to um, give her give a little bit more um backstory on her um she has been in the animal uh advocacy community as well as the rescue community for a very long time and i think that she is a great addition to this podcast and i'm so excited for you guys to hear um everything that she has to say about it I did want to preface this a little bit and let you guys know that we do plan on having longer episodes. So currently, you know, the first episode, my story, and Nikki's episode, the second um, episode, they're going to be a little bit shorter, and we kind of did that on purpose. Um, we wanted to make sure that we gave you guys a uh, backstory on us, and and so you guys really have a feel for who we are as people, but we also didn't want to be selfish, um, for lack of a better word or a better description. We just want this to be a community, and we want everybody to be involved, and we didn't want it make it about us. We didn't want it to be just strictly, you know, me and Nikki talking about um, our situations and, and things that happened to us in the past, because we see that there's a real need and a real, um, connection that people want to have when it comes to uh, companion animal loss. So we wanted to just make sure that, you know, we let you guys know about us, but we wanted to keep it a little um, short and sweet so that you guys got an idea, but not too much um, about us because it's about you guys as well. So uh, we plan on having our other episodes 45 minutes long. Um, we already have some professionals lined up in the companion animal community that we're very, very, very excited to have on the show. And we hope that we have a lot of content for you guys. Um, like we said before, if you guys want to reach out to us, we are open for any questions. If you guys want to ask me and Nikki anything, we're we're pretty open people. So we will pretty much answer just about anything. Um, we do have a, a Facebook um, and a super group connected to that Facebook page, um, just Rainbow Bridge Connection. And then we do have an Instagram. Um, and uh, feel free to send anything over to rainbowbridgeconnection21 at gmail.com. We would love to hear your stories, your thoughts, if you have comments, if you have questions, anything. Let us know. We want to tailor this to be what is needed in the community. And we want to make sure that you guys are feeling involved and feeling um, like you're a part of this community. Because we are creating this so that everybody can feel... Um, you know, safe and connected, um, especially during these times, Lord. Um, so, uh, I did want to say we got our first letter this week. And first of all, I am so humbled and grateful for someone to feel like this was their space to be able to reach out to us. Uh, we created this podcast hoping that that would be the outcome and we really wanted to see that people were kind of getting the same um, things out of it that we felt we were missing when we were going through our grief and so having someone reach out to us is amazing and we appreciate you so very much. Um, I am not going to dive deep too deep into the story. Um, we The person did let us know what had happened and um, I want to make sure that we want to keep anonymity here. 
We want you guys to be involved. We want you guys to be included. We want this to be a community. But with that being said, we also want to make this a safe space. And so I want to make sure that we let the specific person know that we appreciate them writing into us and that we appreciate them sharing their story. Um, I'm going to say that the person that wrote into us had um, his cat recently had passed away. Her name was Sasha and um, very devastating. And I just want everybody to give positive vibes for Sasha's dad and for Sasha and to really, you know, keep them in your thoughts um, and, you know, give some healing vibes for him during this time of grief. Um, Sasha knew you loved her very, very, very much. That's the great thing about animals is they can feel that love and they can feel um, that um, desire for you to just do the best for them and so they she loved you very much and she knows that you loved her very much and we just want you to um, continue to come at the safe space to be able to listen to us and to be able to um, feel that we just want good things for you and healing vibes um I think that we are going to start with Nikki's story. I want to give a little bit of my disclaimer, as I have to every episode. Um, I want to let you know that me and Nikki are not professionals. We are doing this podcast based off of personal experiences, as well as um, our own thoughts. So if you ever feel like you may need some professional help in regards to the way that you're feeling, we support you 100% in reaching out to someone that's professional. So with that being said, here's Nikki. It was one of those summer mornings where it was probably June and you know the, the sky is really cloudy. It's typical for a summer morning in June in Colorado. And it's cloudy and the sky is it's kind of dark, but you know that sunshine is going to come out soon. And the grass is dewy. And I remember my mom saying, stay inside. And I clamored to get to the window because I heard her go out the back door and close it. And I popped my head up and I could see her standing over our dog. We had a huge black German shepherd named Blackjack. And then she knelt over him and he was laying on his side and then her back was just heaving and her shoulders were shaking and I quickly tried to go after her and my grandpa said, no, you stay inside. And that was, it was different because anywhere my mom went, I went. That was just the bottom line. But he was emphatic, I needed to stay put. And the next thing I remember is she walked inside and she said just really matter of fact, Blackjack is dead. There was no conversation that, you know, our puppy went to heaven or that we would see him someday again or that he went peacefully. It's a real matter of fact, just dead. I imagine there were several subsequent conversations that occurred over the next several days. Mind you, I was about three years old. This is one of my very first memories. But from an early age, I knew that 
this is what happened to animals and that was just the way it was. My name is Nikki Gwynn and I run a rescue in Denver, Colorado called My Fairy Dog Mother. And we, we save abused and neglected dogs from around the United States and we transport them into Colorado. And then we find loving, stable foster homes where we can rehabilitate them and make them a part of a pack, a functional pack. And then we start looking for the right long-term forever home for them. We specialize in hounds, but I always say that we're not biased. We'll help anybody. We've taken in a, a three-pound toy Yorkie all the way to a 160-pound Mastiff. I love dogs, and if they need help and we are in a position to help them, we will. I started the rescue in 2011. It was a random off chance that it happened. It's probably a story for another time, but I rescued two hounds after driving to Kansas and I brought them back to Denver. I got them adopted and then the next thing I know I took in another one and another one and another one and I got them adopted and then I realized I might have a niche for doing this but moreover regardless of being successful what happened is it filled this empty place in my heart and I realized that I could actually make my portion or my corner of the world a little bit better. I actually also, in the process of starting the rescue and, and probably before the rescue because I adopted two hound dogs, I realized that hounds are in the top three for euthanasia in the United States. They're right up there with chihuahuas and pit bulls. And the reason being they're a dime a dozen. They're just bred and bred and bred and there's no programs in place, you know, in a lot of areas for spay and neuter. There's no incentives for spay and neuter. And so, you know, these animals just keep producing and they're just put down. So fast forward, it's about 2013 and I get a call from this woman named Kayla. And Kayla says that she wants to partner with me and bring me some homemade puppy cakes and she was going to bring them down to my boarding facility, which was in downtown Denver. I thought, sure, why not? I liked her. She seemed pretty cool. She got down to the boarding facility. She must have driven about 35 miles, which may not seem like a lot for certain people. But in Denver, it is quite a jaunt because our traffic is pretty insane. Not as bad as California and in LA, I will give you that, but it's it's pretty insane here because the infrastructure was not created to support the influx of people coming in for the, the medical and recreational marijuana that was added to our constitution via amendments. But anyhow, I digress. So Kayla comes down to my boarding facility. By the way, I think it was snowing, so it was even more of a... A critical mission and she walked in and she was just a lovely lovely human being and she said to me something to the effect of I really hope that we can develop a professional relationship and I kind of scoffed in my mind and thought yeah right I'm like no professional we're gonna be friends that's what I thought in my mind but of course you can't just come out and tell somebody you're gonna be friends with them when you don't know them because that could be scary for them. 
And so I refrained and I said, sure, sure. Yeah, professional relationship. That would be great. And our friendship just kind of developed organically from there. And yes, she did supply me with plenty of puppy cakes and she was involved in dog rescue for a number of years and she worked systematically with several rescues side by side and she did it in such a way that it was never a what's what's the word like a an issue between rescues because everybody just appreciated what Kayla brought to the table she knows a lot about dogs she knows a lot about dog rescue and she also knows a lot about small business and entrepreneurship so like I was saying our relationship develops organically and what I find is that we have so many similarities from the way that we were brought up to our current, you know, political and religious beliefs. And of course, we have that number one commonality, which is we love dogs so, so much. But one of the things that happened between Kayla and I, it was we really started to lean into each other to talk about the losses of our companion animals. And she was just a, a great comfort to me when I would lose an animal personally or if I ultimately had to decide to humanely euthanize one of the, the dogs under the rescue umbrella. And this went on for, for years. You know, we just kind of bantered back and forth. And I can't tell you at what point it happened. I wouldn't have been able to, to pinpoint it on a calendar or circle it. But some way, somehow it came up that we should create a space for people to talk about the loss of their companion animals. I nodded in agreement and I I thought, absolutely, I would support this 100%. And if I could be a part of it, that would be awesome, a great way to give back. And so then again, move forward and we're at the height of the pandemic. And all of a sudden, Kayla just starts bringing all the pieces together. She buys a microphone and she has a name for our podcast and then she's got these ideas for subject content. She picks out music. She learns all this stuff about creating and producing a podcast and here we are and she recorded her her first episode, our first episode technically, where she talks about her story and then for the last week and a half, two weeks, she's really been on my case saying, Nikki, you need to do this. Don't be nervous and just get it done. And then we can launch into our third episode where she and I start talking, you know, um, together conversing. So with that being said, I, I just wanted to touch base on the fact that, you know, as a society, as human beings, we have so many like ceremonies and rites of passage where we have to have closure with things, right? And that's everything from celebrating a birthday to a graduation party to funerals. And human beings have a place where they can grieve for a loved one. And there's all this ritualistic stuff that happens, but also this pageantry, right? And yet... We've spent thousands and thousands of years domesticating these animals. I'm, I'm saying specifically here with cats and dogs. And yet we don't have any rite of passage or 
really closure for our animals. You, you lose your companion animal and maybe you have it cremated and then the vet calls you one day to pick up the ashes. There's no procession. There's no, there's nothing. You just take your box of ashes and you go home and you're kind of just supposed to process that. We're just expected to do that, right? Because we're not given any sort of bereavement time by our employers or such. Even, well, perhaps if you have super progressive companies, you know, I'm just reaching, maybe Google has something in place, right? But I can tell you the state of Colorado, the government does not have bereavement set up for companion animals. I can also tell you that, you know, working for the government for years, I've never ever once had a supervisor that didn't allow me to take bereavement time for the loss of one of my animals. However, it wasn't actually like clocked as bereavement time. I had to take holiday pay because I couldn't take sick time, right? Because I wasn't actually sick, even though I just laid in bed for days grieving, right? But Ultimately, what Kayla and I wanted to do was carve out a place for people that have experienced loss. And maybe you do this in the way of you write into us uh, via our, our Facebook page. Or maybe you can email us. Maybe you have a suggestion on somebody that we could talk to who is a leader within this field. They could be a veterinarian. Um, palliative care or you know hospice for lack of a better word it could be an animal control officer it could be anybody that has experienced the loss of you know an animal we want to talk to them but specifically we want to help people just move through the process of grief find coping mechanisms and and have a place to do that so we hope that we create a strong community of coalition and, you know, can connect people. And we're really excited about this. And I, I hope that, you know, you find some, some value in it too. So this is officially my very, very first podcast. Please excuse any, you know, stumblings, ums, uhs. It'll be interesting to hear it played back. But we look forward to building this relationship with you through the Rainbow Bridge Connection. Thank you so much.